Welcome to another episode of SG Explained. We are almost at the end. Elliot, how are you feeling? We have two more episodes. Two? Oh, wait, does that include our recap episode? No, no, the recap's a special one. Oh, sick. So we still got three more. Great, great. So we have literally like three more things to hang out together. I'm feeling pretty tired this week, not gonna lie. It's it's coming up to the Deeper Valley holiday on Thursday. So we're recording this on Sunday. That means I'm looking forward to squeezing a five-day work week into a four-day work week. Okay. Isn't that, isn't that amazing <laughs> how about you my good sir how, how are you been how have you been i've been planning for my vtl trip so that's been keeping me motivated towards the end of this year but i also think that we have to find every opportunity to focus on something aside from work focus on something aside from the pandemic so you know these episodes really keep us going and in fact that's kind of why i chose today's topic on Abeng and Alien culture. Wow, Laya! Wow! you and I, we have very little relationship to the topic itself, unless there's a part of you I've never met. I got tattoos, uh, that's as close to being an Abeng as uh, I think it's. We, well, we talked about that in our tattoo episode, right? That's true, that's true. <laughs> I thought it would be better to bring someone else who's actually, you know, made videos on the topic, someone who shares actually the same name as my middle name, Jeremiah from Tropic Monsters. Jeremiah, how's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? I didn't know your middle name is Jeremiah. Yeah, man. When I saw that, I was like, cool, we got some <laughs> common ground. <laughs> Jeremiah and I actually go way back. We're actually like schoolmates. Yeah, shout out Elliot, my senior from Maristella. <laughs> <laughs> used to be in the same school. And look at, look at him now, like big YouTuber. Everyone kind of knows him on the streets. Like your TikTok channel is booming and uh, your whole Abeng series has like really taken Singapore by storm. So congratulations on that. Thanks, thanks for the kind words. But I have to say, you know, I'm nowhere without the person who paved the way for us, the OG. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very pricey, Andy, very pricey. Thanks for paving the way for the rest of us. Well, okay lah, I'll just, I'll take a bow, I'll take a bow. Then I'll be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Jeremiah, you've done so many great sketches on TikTok and YouTube these days. Finding good comedy in Singapore is getting harder and harder, especially as some content creators are getting knocked out. <laughs> They're getting knocked out. That's a great pun. But you guys have been creating really good content on TikTok. In fact, I've been literally ROSLing. It's a hilarious show. I, for our listeners, if you haven't already checked them out, go do it. How do you choose the content that you're doing, right? Because especially your Abeng Alien series, how did all of that start for you? Thanks for the shout out for our channel. First of all, I just want to make it clear that I'm not an expert in any subject matter, especially on like Abeng or Alien, okay? I'm just a fella who does comedy videos and post it on like social media. Like you're not the Abeng, you yeah. just know and parody that stuff. <laughs> you know, like growing up, I went to 10 years in Maristella, boys school, Catholic, you know, Chinese, SEP school, that kind of thing. The whole Abeng, kind of character, that kind of thing, was for me observing from afar, you know, like, okay, you know, these guys are big, you know. Then I'll see like, oh, how they dress, you know, how they, they behave, how they speak. I saw that in some of your skits, you know, like, you, you take out like the very stereotypical parts of like Abeng culture where you and your friend like you know you guys use like Balenciaga caps <laughs> Supreme like sling pouch bags using words like hype bro and stuff like that just to kind of yeah. really caricaturize I, I think it's a big part of comedy really is being able to look at society and say hey you know what that is hilarious and I want to make sure that everyone kind of like 
can laugh about it at the same time. What, what we call it, like the YP bang, right? Like YP stands for young punk, la, you know, like where all those branded gear <laughs> and all that. But actually, our videos on this topic, Abeng or like Alien, actually goes way back, like back in like even 2017, when our first video of like Abeng's, right, actually is a mockumentary. So the mockumentary, I wasn't even acting as the Abeng. I was acting as an expert on the subject matter. So you are an expert, lah. <laughs> <laughs> like this character called Dr. Goling Long did like a whole like David Attenborough kind of like style, like, oh, the Abeng. Yeah, found in the heartlands of Singapore, you know how they dress, you know, they wear this and that. And then I come in as an expert. I say, okay, the Abeng likes to stare at people, you know, that kind of thing. This was a huge clip back in the day, 2017. Yeah. It was only later on, like in recent years, that I like, decided, okay, I'm just going to play the Abeng myself, like, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we went from several places, you know, like there was that, the mockumentary. And then we, we did a, a series on our channel called Abeng Reacts. So, you know, one of our talents back, in the, back then, and Abeng and he reacted to like the current affairs or like current news and trending topics as an Abeng uh, and it was quite popular also on our YouTube and then now we, we transition into like the YP Bang you know the Young Punk Bang so it was like several phases of our Abeng content I don't know why but it's just yeah no it's the evolution right I, I feel that that's a great place to be in the YP Bang is essentially the Gen Z Bang I think like very much the the 20 odd year olds of today are uh, entering their own their own version of an Abeng or Alien which uh, I know I know some of the notable the notable people on your show these days uh, a good friend of mine like Learn plays an Alien Xiaomi Ming, actually. Yeah, the XMM, the XMM, that's right. I'm glad you're doing the things that I have not, I don't have the chance to do anymore, which I used to love making fun and poking fun at Learn. Uh, shout out to her. Uh, you're working with one of Singapore's greatest pro wrestlers, right? Uh, Andrew the Statement Tang. Yeah, yeah, shout out, yeah. Andrew Tang, aka Statement. Yeah, he, he's, he plays uh, this character on our called Statement Flex Dai. It's like another <laughs> YP kind of Abeng character. But he dresses more uh, flashy, like he wears gold chains, you know, he, he wears like abacus rings and like gold rings and like, you know, those uh, everywhere just gold. Like, so cool. His, his uh, you know, his, how expensive his gear is, you know, oh, I got this cap, I got this blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it's just different versions of those YP. All the name of fun, like you're just picking out different <laughs> types of, of things that you see and then amplifying it a bit more. So maybe what we're going to do is, Rovit, we can go through some of like the origins, I mean, in SG explained fashion, to uncover a little bit about what is an Abing, right? As, as far as we can describe it. And then, you know, ask Jeremiah a little bit about how this resonates with his a style of humor that he's created. So let's jump right in. So I'm going to I'm gonna start off with like the origins of the word Abing, which... I know we've all taken for granted, we just call it Abing these days, but where did it um, you know, originate from? And uh, from what we found, Abing comes from the romanization of the Hokkien pronunciation of Aming, right? Or the character Ming is commonly used in the names of Chinese males in the region. To me, this was funny. It's the same as, you know, when, I don't know if you did Chinese in primary school, but uh, one of the tropes, <laughs> I, know, I know you didn't, I'm, I know you didn't, <laughs> but one of the things that a lot of Chinese uh, language studies in, in primary school have to learn is always this one iconic phrase like three, like three, one, or something like that you know 
So Xiaoming is the titular character in every single Chinese composition that has ever existed. It's like how uh, for Indian compositions or Tamil compositions, this Ravi, right? It's that's the person that always. It's always Ravi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the archetypal oh, name. Too, oh, too, that's the other one. And ours is always like Xiaoming and Xiaohua. Like Xiaohua is always the girl, and Xiaoming is always the guy. And so the term Abing actually alludes to how common it actually is. Uh, in the Cantonese-speaking parts of both Malaysia and Singapore, Abing is also known as Lala Zai. Uh, Lala has, you know, actually no meaning itself, while Zai usually means like boy. So like Ling Zai. Has anyone ever called you Ling Zai before? Movie? I feel like, yeah. Some like econ rice kind of like guy, like oh, like a lady at the econ. Hey, Ling Zai is handsome boy. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I never knew. I always thought that they were just insulting me. But... No, no, no. Ling Zai is a compliment. Ling Zai and Ling Lui. Okay, like those are, those are like general compliments for guys and girls. So Lala Zai just refers to individuals who speak Manglish and possess a strong preference for like gaudy fashions or hairstyles. That's like a very colloquial uh, term that we have, right? So yeah, funny funny thing is how the origins of the of the term abing isn't necessarily a title for like gangster boy or anything. It's just Xiaoming, like some typical dude on the street. And you know what's super interesting about this is that there's actually not a lot of scholarship around abing and abing culture. So if you are you know, a sociology major or a professor listening to this, please go and do more scholarship because it's super interesting how there is this subculture in Singapore, almost similar to what you would call like Bogan culture in, in Australia, mm-hmm. or maybe even like quote unquote redneck culture, right? Where at first it can be seen as a, a derogatory term, but it's actually not, right? It's just saying that this is a subculture that exists. And actually these days, people who are part of the Abing and Alien subculture are kind of proud of it. Right, they like to be known as Abing and Aliens, and it's it's interesting because in Singapore, it's a stereotype that's applied to a certain group of specifically young Chinese men, and who display common characteristics such as having dyed hair, wearing loud fashion, and being less educated. Although that's also slightly being challenged these days. As you can tell, like none of us here fit that bill so far, right? Yeah, Jeremiah, you need to dye your hair. I can see the loud fashion, slightly loud. I try. I'm trying. <laughs> So a stereotypical abeng would normally be seen as loud, unsophisticated, sometimes it's associated with secret societies and street gangs. And aliens, on the other hand, are regarded as bimbos, stereotyped as anti-intellectual, superficial, materialistic, and shallow. These are all from the internet. This is not my personal point of view. Yeah, good, good disclaimer, bro. But this is what we could find. Actually, if you could characterize the abeng or alien, uh, Jeremiah, how else would you describe them? From my perspective, I think over time, this term Abeng or Alien has become more of a fictional character. Because, I don't know, I don't really see like the, the, the extreme definition of the Abengs or Aliens walking around. Back in the day, people you know make fun of, like even in the Jack Neil movies, they'd say, oh, this Abeng, this, this Asing even. And now, like not only my channel, but everyone on like TikTok or like, Facebook or YouTube are making fun of Abings. Like this this whole character of an Abing is become like a stereotype. Very iconic as well for us now to look at Abings as something from the past that we now just see as a character. If you talk about an Abing, you know, there are several, you know, different eras, there are different type of Abings. Like back in the day, 60s or 70s, the Abings would be the ones wearing 
those dragon shirts with sing- white singlets, comb their hair, you know, have the comb, right? The sharp comb. The sweet bag, the nice slick sweet bag. Yeah, yeah, that's like bag. And then after that, like we go forward into like the 80s or 90s, then, you know, they have like the center parting. <laughs> <laughs> center parting kind of look. Like really center parting. Or like, you know, the, the, the kind of, if you watch Gangster 15, that kind of image where, you know, it transitioned now uh, into nowadays, we, we will characterize uh, our beings as probably, uh, you know, as we up, have an upgrade, like, you know, our beings now wear, like, you know, as our video put it, like, you know, they wear expensive t-shirts. It's the sweat culture. They wear, like, Gucci sling bags. You know, a bit of an upgrade, like. They use the PMDs. Yeah, they, they write PMDs. And apart from the gangsterism portion of an Abeng, you know, an part of secret society, Abeng. I think Abengs are people who are, like, you know, very loud, loud mouth. They are very rough in terms of their language. You know, they, they use like that word, like Kaninabe, it's healthy. Sorry, am I supposed to say that? It's educational. Oh, education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is purely educational. Mm-hmm. These centers, they must put one Kanina, you know, Zotena, Wochi, Naka store, Naka Nabe. Why would they do that? Every word they will whack, you know, very loud mouth, kind of very uh, rough kind of person. But I, I would say, uh, in terms of society, at the top, maybe, you know, at the ministers, the elites, lah. Yeah, the elites. And then, you know, the Abings will probably be more at the bottom in terms of, like, characterization, like, you know. And people, I think it's so popular on, like, social media. It's because people like to laugh, you know. They're like, oh, ha, ha, they are, like, lower than me, you know, funny. They say bad word, they bimbos, or even aliyah, talking about aliyah, they are bimbos. They, they don't know how to speak English properly, you know, like, uh, in Jack Neal's movies. They, they only use Hokkien, you know, they don't know how to speak English properly. That's a great point, actually. Because, like, you know, Noah, Noah Ya, a good, good friend of mine, Noah Ya, he plays, like, an Abeng character in the Our Boys to Men series. But, and in real life, people always call him Abeng. But actually, he's a really smart and cool dude. He doesn't do anything that shouts Abeng to me in general. Aside from, like, he sometimes eats right with his leg up, but that's a very old school <laughs> way of doing things. You know? He plays it. Method acting. It's called method acting. Oh, yeah. Method acting. Yes. He's very serious in his craft. But you're, you're probably <laughs> right that, like, even though it's portrayed in a certain way on screen, it might not translate directly into real life as well, which is, which is quite a nice thing that we've inherited kind of seen grow throughout the years so thanks for sharing on that like really really cool observation one of the the things that you said that struck me was actually how it's evolved right so rather than now being very closely affiliated with like secret societies and gangs actually the abing and aliens in the subculture they they kind of hang out amongst themselves they they are actually spending a lot more money on like premium attire and apparel to the point where I think the gangs would be like, what's going on, right? Like, uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not prudent, you know. Old school tracker, like, hey guys, you gotta save some money for a rainy day, you know what I'm saying? All right, we're gonna take a short break right now, and when we come back, there has been actually one paper that was published, one paper I could find at least, where it talked about the Abing subculture and actually what we can learn about what the Abing subculture tells us about overall society. So we're gonna we're gonna do that uh, in SG Explain fashion. There are actually some really interesting insights there. I will talk about that right after the break. We'll see you soon. We're glad you're listening to this episode and are part of the SG Explainers community. You're special because you're part of a group of people who are joining us to understand the Singaporean identity through a wide variety of topics. Elliot and I do this completely out of passion, but we do incur costs to use software, equipment, and not to mention the time spent. We're hoping that you may consider supporting the SG Explain effort in one of two ways. 
If you click on the podcast description of the podcast you're listening to, you'll see a link that says support this podcast with a link to anchor.fm slash sg dash explain slash support. A contribution as small as 99 cents when added up by all our community members can go a long way for us. The second way is that if you want more bonus content for your buck, we've launched an email newsletter. That's right, all the content that doesn't make it to the podcast, including our own perspectives, videos and pictures, as well as links to more resources can be found in these email digests that provide compact information for your on-the-go reading. For five US dollars a month, basically the cost of a bubble tea, through Substack you can get a digest a week with great content. The internet has allowed you, the consumer, to directly express your support to creators like us without needing to depend on brand sponsors too much. We hope you can give whatever you feel comfortable with. Here at SG Explained, Elliot and I are committed to getting great guests, conducting thorough research, and bringing you quality explainers on all things Singaporean. Thank you for being part of our community. All right, and we're back. So uh, we're going to jump a little bit more, talk to Jeremiah a bit. Based on this sociological paper, I kind of talk about his characters. Uh, through his videos, uh, but an interesting piece that you found here, Rovik, about having subculture in Singapore. Uh, this one re- written by Kay and Edo. The excerpts that you found are, are really interesting. So Kay and Edo, uh, they wrote this paper called The Abing Subculture as a Case of Study of Malaysian Chinese Identity Formation. That's, that's an interesting premise as is. So it's saying that we're looking at it as a very clear marker of identity. So the terms Abing and Alien are actually slang terms originating among the urban middle class. The Abing is a Chinese male working class stereotype that is most often exploited as like a national joke. For instance, one can find many parodies of this trope in conversations or even email jokes on the internet. Uh, one example of this joke is, you know, Abing gets a new job. Uh, in this joke, the character Abing usually is clueless <laughs> on how to react when applying for a job and blurts out inappropriate statements. However, when he does obtain a job, he's at loss on how best to behave. So here's an example, it goes like this. Abing is filing out an application form for a job. He supplied the information for the columns on name, age, address. Then he comes to the column on salary expected, but he is not sure of the question. And after much thought, he just writes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the historical himbo, right, in, in Western culture, we get a much more uncouth, rough version in the form of an Abing. The Alien is actually quite similar in a lot of ways. Interesting enough, like I think Jeremiah, just now we were talking a bit about like XMM or like the Xiaomi memes. Do you think Aliens and XMMs have stuff in common? Or do you think it's an evolution of the Alien? When, when I came out with this whole series on like the YP Abings, right? It was to poke fun at all these YPs who think they are cool by breaking the law. Like back in the day, like the actual Abings or the gangsters, they did things like that's their job, you know? <laughs> that's their career, their career Abing. You know, they didn't have to try, they didn't have to post on social media or post an article in the newspapers in the Straits Times or whatever to say, hey, you know, I, I'm running this brothel in uh, Chinatown or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. We need a female counterpart, right? The counterpart would be, you know, on TikTok, you know, the Xiaomimis, you know, they, they have this saying like Xiaomimis on TikTok, right? doing the dance moves and all that. So they also think, you know, they, they want, you know, they're chasing fame or like, you know, like they say now, they're chasing cloud or whatever. So we just put the term alien and sell memes together. So I probably should do an episode like Abings in the past versus Abings today, you know, like that. I mean, I think you should actually get the Abings from the past to, to be in your show. There's like so many stories of interviews of, of these like actual 
Uh, I mean, now we, we look at them, like, you know, like we can say they are abing, like, or old school gangsters or old school abing. But they, they weren't trying to be who, what they want to be. They, they had to do it. Aliens are usually seen as like wearing like leopard print tights. Those are like the old school version of thinking about aliens paired with like a neon pink colored like poncho top. Actually, it reminds me of Michelle Chong. Like Lulu, for example, is a, is a like very typical old school alien from her time. Uh, wearing said leopard print tights, you know, like very flowery like a poncho top and even like Mongolian fur hats. Uh, the Abing, meanwhile, you know, we wear like form-fitting shirts, skinny jeans, you know, the multiple gold chains, uh, which you were bring up just now, uh, not unlike like a budding rapper. Uh, the Abing stereotype is known for being concerned about showing off their goods. And if they happen to own like designer tee, well, then they will wear it uh, with aplomb, uh, careful to also match it with like designer tight jeans and shoes. Now, these clothing items would usually be colorful, uh, bordering on like gaudy and loud. And it's perhaps for these reasons certain people, you know, laugh at the Abing stereotype. In your mind, right, when you build these characters, right, as now as a storyteller, what motivations are you giving these characters? At the end of the day, I always think about how these characters can can relate to real life or like the real life people are like uh for example, like you know, on the on the alien Xiaomi side, right? We have episodes where they are talking about how to get guys or like you know after a breakup you know how to find new guys yeah um, to, um, to, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody keeps asking what the hell is um, to, um, to, but it's still a secret nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> learn is like teaching momo on how to get new guys and we just exaggerate and just think about relatable things that people do like maybe like tinder you know the online dating apps or like you know meet people outside or like you know in the club and i just exaggerate it and think how would an alien character would do it like you know like really go all out like just go for it like when either dance with the guy i just take relatable situations and just times times 1000 like surprisingly learn does it very well la. i mean it seems almost too natural for her yeah that's why she was like hey can i please be a sell me me i'll be an alien please please let me be that. i said okay okay then I, I cast her or i wrote this role for her and then yeah she just took it to a next level. Like she really like for training. But I think if you actually know her in real life, she's far, 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 she's far, far. From it. She's far from it. The other thing about her is that the more she does something, right, the more it seeps into her personality. So just be careful of it. Huh? Yeah, and now she's actually embracing this side of herself. Funny because sometimes when people see me in public, they really thought I'm like, you know, J Mai on fire or that I'm being character, YP character that I play. And they're like, they look at, they like talk to me in public and like, hey, how come you are like very different huh, from your character they are like, like very different from your online uh, the, the, the skits Persona, and all that right? yeah, yeah they are like, yeah. Obviously, like I cannot be like that right very very tiring you know in the next section we're going to be talking a bit about the Arbing's place in society right and so this paper has a very interesting analysis of it so in the paper it says that most Arbings derive their personal style from their adulation of rock stars from China Hong Kong Taiwan Korea and Japan and you can kind of see that even now with the current subculture one can witness the hybridization of popular culture between the nations. The Abing is not ideological in his or her presentation of self in daily life. Rather, they are motivated by the need to show off. So there's no actual original style, right? They're actually just mirroring what they think is popular somewhere else. Uh, for example, in the 1990s, there was an explosion of movies and TV series from Hong Kong, most of which were influenced by the art house look, such as the film Chungking Express. And that translated to Abing culture in Malaysia and Singapore. So the Abing trend gradually became desirable with tandem with the free spirit 
found in many of these Hong Kong existential movies about the youthful search for identity, like in Chungking Express. However, one question is raised in that while Arbanks tend to be Chinese educated and prefer to speak in the Hokkien dialect, consuming most media from China, they are also indirectly imitating Western trends because some of the tires that they wear are like Balenciaga or Supreme, uh, which are Western brands, right? Singaporean sociologist Chua Benghua, who has largely pioneered the study of youth subculture in Singapore, especially on the Arbanks. So this is the OG uh, Arbanks expert who, who we didn't manage to reach out to. For the second best option, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, as the other to the English educated, the figures of Arbing and Arlene are not simply lowly educated, they also supposedly have pre modern or quote unquote swaku, which just means still tortoise or backward, right? Moods of behavior. And although, until recently, the English educated used English as a means of belittling this group. Now, of course, a lot of this has changed, right? Because first of all, a lot of Arbings and Arlene's disease can come from well-educated backgrounds, mostly because education in general in Singapore has just become a lot better, right? So the standard of education can be better. Standard of wealth also can be better. So it's not really tied to, to a wealth thing. It is really, again, going back to that core desire and need to stand out, to be quote-unquote free, uh, and to really be almost rebellious in, in the way that you engage society. In a way, I guess like the Arbing subculture, you know, while it finds its roots in consumption-based activities, the consumption-oriented activities may involve like, you know, purchasing clothes, listening to music, hanging out, and choosing like very specific lines of occupation. Uh, all of this are like part and parcel of what forms the Arbing subculture is a part of. And that, that has become normalized, which is a, which is a very interesting thing. Uh, across the like 50 odd years of Singapore's independence. Arbings, you know, stereotypically, they always say they like like loud techno music. That was certainly the stereotype we had growing up. Uh, and then it creates like a wall of sound, which is mostly non-melodious. Now, this one is not my is not my personal opinion, okay? We, we found some of this information as like online, online citations. No, but it's a specific type of techno music, right? It's like Mando Pop. Call it Maniao, is it? You're just embracing the inner Arbings. Yeah, I like, you know, this song goes like, see one me, like, it's like, it's like the stereotypical Manyang song now. Maybe perhaps the takeaway is that everyone has a bit of an Abing inside of them, you know, a, a little Alien, a little Abing, a little XMN. Like sometimes, you know, when you're angry, you just want to come out with the, your, your inner Abing, like, wow, fuck, like. I need a persona to go and like confront someone, right? Someone cut your cue, right? And then you're like, wow, you can't be like, hey, sorry, like, I, I, I don't think I'm just like regular Alien. I start to have yeah, this yeah, like, yeah. Ah, hey bro, can don't come IQ or not? Like suddenly change your vernacular, you change the way you speak. <laughs> yeah, just to just to be a bit more intimidating. Yeah, or like when you're walking and somebody accidentally hit you and then but you after you passed him, like you know, after like hundred meters, you're like, hey brother, cannot see where you're going, uh wallow, only hundred meters away, like there's a part of me that will activate sometimes, yeah, yeah. Part of our Singaporean identity in a very strange way, right? So yeah, I mean since it's part of our social identity, I think in Singapore the subculture has been accepted as an urban trend, according to uh Chua in his 2003 paper. Uh, while many locals may mock it for its lack of refined taste, uh, you know, uncouth words, others may appreciate its moralistic working-class values that might appeal to those seeking an identity. The image of the Abing as working-class hero hence became an identity which many actually aspire to. The fact that they are dressed differently shows that they are trying to distinguish themselves from the rest of the population. And while there is no clear ideological factor behind this, there is a sense of distinguishing the identity 
from the uh, quote-unquote less fashionable community. And by doing so, they are perhaps seeking to align themselves with typical notions of modernity in that they are up-to-date with trends from more developed countries, which when you think about it, actually that's really true. Right? Um, it's not just like Abings in Singapore that do this, but when I think of uh, like the lads in, in, in the UK, right? The they are, they're wearing the same kind of gear. Yeah, the chavs. That's what they call, that's what they call it. Like um what's the the sidemen, right? The KSI, the whole YouTube group. Yeah, they yeah. try to dress as trendy as possible. They also have like the Supreme bags, the Gucci bags, the Balenciaga caps, and they keep to that trend. So it's funny because people idolize that in, in like the UK subculture, but in Singapore it's always seen as like a level lower which maybe it's time for us to re-evaluate that a bit. What do you think the Abeng Alien subculture adds to our Singapore identity? Is there something about this subculture that you feel makes us more Singaporean? I mean, this term Abeng Alien is not only in Singapore, but I think in Malaysia as well, right? Because our, our videos, actually, you know, a lot, a lot of the viewers are from Malaysia um, and, and they really, really love this, this whole Abeng uh, Alien kind of topic. Yeah, I, I think I think we all just need somebody to laugh at, right? We just want to feel better about ourselves sometimes. Uh, in a funny way, right, Rubik? It's kind of like we're actually like we're using that as a way to laugh at ourselves as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, correct, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I like about uh, what Jeremiah and his team is doing is that I initially a lot of the content was focused on the Abing Alien subculture, but actually recently you've been doing a lot of videos on the like, crypto bros, right? Which is yeah. a whole new segment. Of Singapore society, which is actually quite funny because there are these crypto bros. They are, you know, very different from Abings and Arlians in the sense that they all they can talk about is crypto. They do tend to be more well educated. They do sometimes come from the more elite parts of society, but they are just as laughable, right? Yeah. Uh, and then you can laugh at like politicians. There are so many like politician type jokes and stuff yeah. like that. So, so I think the key thing here is that we need to be able to laugh at everyone. We can't just laugh at one group and um, make them feel like parias of society. But actually, as you said earlier, we just need to laugh at ourselves in a way that's like, we can recognize that everyone has something funny and unique about them. And uh, they, this Abeng thing is uniquely us and we're just laughing at uniquely ourselves. So I think that is why it's so unique about this whole Abeng and Alien caricature or like characters where it is us, you know, at the end of the day. It is us, yeah. And when people look at us, they'll be like, oh, yeah, these are the Abings, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, that's us, man. That's our identity. Yeah, life's just a lot better when you are able to take yourself less seriously. So, yeah, thanks for sharing with us all these insights about how, you know, your observations have kind of rallied everyone together to be able to laugh at Abing culture, but also kind of celebrate it in, in, a, in a very unique way that, you know, content creators in Singapore, I feel, uh, are always trying to trying to find like the humor in everyday life. So if people want to check out your comedy, you want to check out what Tropic Monsters are up to, uh, where can they find you guys? Yeah, so just Tropic Monsters TV, uh, all the social media platforms except Twitter, so it's Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Tropic Monsters TV. Uh, yeah, so we do comedy uh, videos such as like Abing video. We have a series just focused on Abings and Aliens, but it's not just uh, you know, there's actual storylines going on and I'm glad that we actually explored this topic of like, you know, young punks and like Xiaomimis because we kind of like uh, <laughs> so-called are the first one to make a caricature of like the young punks that of today and like the Xiaomimis so um, yeah, go check check us out there 
Uh, but yeah, we do other comedy skits, we do street interviews, and just a whole range of entertaining content. It's it's really good, guys. I I really I really hope you guys can check it out. Like the one of the things about the YouTube scene in Singapore is that it always it always needs our support, right? Like hashtag really support local content. Thanks for inviting me on your show. I'm really honored to be on the SG Explain podcast. Yeah. Also, what you guys are doing as well. Oh, thank you, thank you. On that note, say hype, everyone. Uh, we'll see you in our next episode. <laughs> Take care. Bye bye.